The following is a Stick Boy We Talk production. The following contest scheduled for one fall. I am the man. If you're the Welcome to the One Fall Podcast, Joshua Adam William Arbuthnot with the ultimate babyface, Mr. Joel Johnson. How's it going? And the Futurist, it's Martin. The Crown Prince of Charisma as well. Let's not forget yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. we have, we are recording this on April 5th. It'll be out early on April 6th. So anything that happens before then, we apologize for but WrestleMania week is in the bags. There was highs, there was lows, and it was a it was a fun weekend for everyone that was a wrestling fan. This was a yeah. great weekend. Like yes, yeah. this was a lot of fun. I think the best show happened on Friday, but I thought overall every night brought something that you could enjoy. Like I even enjoyed different parts of night too. Like even the plunder with Knoxville and yeah. uh, the McAfee, I was like, this is stupid. I can just turn, it's like those popcorn movies where you turn your brain off and you just let shit happen. A giant hand's going to hit Sami Zayn. Fucking let's do it. Vince McMahon's going to botch a stunner. <laughs> fucking let's do it. <laughs> I would Listen, say. What's worse? Is that stunner worse than the Trump took? Yes. Trump has yes. the record. Yeah, I've stunner. actually looked at both. But shout to the editing team, the production team of that edit. That's masterful. That was masterful. Fix it, make it look good. Yeah. And I would say jobs. Night one felt like WrestleMania. It actually was the first time in a few years that actually felt like WrestleMania to me. I'd agree. Yeah. And night two felt like a okay, pretty good pay per view that had like the spectacle of a giant arena, but it did not feel like WrestleMania. And because no, of that, that show went from a thumbs in the middle. To a thumb uh, from a thumbs up for night one to a thumbs in the middle to slightly thumbs down. Yeah, I think I think that's well, I, I would say I gave the first night eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. And I gave night two six and a half out of ten. Yeah. So splitting the middle, seven and a half out of ten for mania. I so, think yeah. that's pretty damn good. That, thumbs that's in the middle better than what they often do. Man, compared compared yeah. to what we thought looking at this card, right? And I think. You know, for a lot of people, it's going to be what you think of that McAfee segment, right? Some people really, really love it. And that was Attitude Era at its finest. And some people really, really hate it. And the same with the Knoxville thing, right? Some people really, really love that. And it was fun. And some people really, really despise it. So I think how you take in those two matches is how you kind of take in the, the rest of, of Night 2 specifically. I Perhaps, like, but I'd say the reason I that I probably at the end of the day gave a six and a half to night two is because mm-hmm. my most anticipated match maybe of the whole weekend in fact with aj what? versus edge didn't deliver and oh, and no. to me that was what that's what brought that night down unfortunately it was it, what it, the fourth best match i don't um, even know if it was that i think it's lower than that on mania i'm just saying mania not not including our age even on Mania, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> you have Becky, Becky Belair, Cody, 
the raw tag are the top three, and then I don't know what's after that. Well, then raw Austin and uh, Austin and, and Owens, okay. right? Yeah. yeah, that's probably four. That, that was fun, right? Yep. Um, yeah. The women's. I, I enjoyed yeah, the women's tag match personally. I like the women's tag match, but I, that was it, Edge and AJ was better. Some people really the the people are really split on the Rousey match. I Some people it. really did like I it. But, I did uh, like Miz and I, the Mysterios. I liked that match actually. I thought it was fun. Yeah, oh. yeah, that was a lot more and, so better than I expected. Another thing is the the main event main event. If mm-hmm. you're into that kind of main of you know that kind of match that Lesnar always has, you could might judge that ahead of AJ and Edge. I, I don't know that I would. But I could see somebody putting that ahead. Uh, Joel? So Logan Paul, Logan Paul had it in his contract. He had to turn babyface mm-hmm. at the end. So that's why mm-hmm. I missed it. Um, and the yeah. other thing, I, I know we're kind of bouncing around here, but this is one of the bigger topics that's kind of bubbling under the surface. And it's, it's really big for WWE is they put all their eggs in the Roman basket. And there's some speculation online that his arm, shoulder, tricep is hurt. You look at some pictures after the Kimura, and it definitely looks like there's almost like a red tennis ball in that area. It does not look great. He kind of struggled with lifting the title up. It could be a really good sell. Even on Monday, it looked like he was struggling with moving. Uh, he didn't really move his arm, and Heyman had both titles. What What are the chances that Roman's hurt right now when they're waiting till Friday to announce it? Well, the and thing how do you that- the thing that that is telling to me is that nobody confronted him. That that they're like we're going to put off anything on that night. Nothing didn't have something physical, but that they didn't set up the next physical thing. And even the the tease that they've said for SmackDown, it doesn't make it. You think that it's whatever is next. I will reveal to you the future or whatever you know. However he said it, doesn't sound like it even has to be a match that they're doing. Like there could be some other angle or something else going on here. And that's where it's kind of like, I wonder if they're going to just have him being attacked off screen and we come up and find him laying out in the halt, uh, hallway, something like that. I don't, I don't know, but it, I, I hope he's not hurt, but it's starting to more lean that way. I texted you guys Monday, Monday night, or well, like the, Sunday into Monday night, late into the night, because I was like, it seems a little weird. And you do a little bit of looking around and like, oh, I kind of wonder if he's hurt. And then I thought, oh, maybe he's not. It's all fine. And now more and more, I'm like, "Mm, I think there's something there. When he he had the main event spot, Joel, that's where I thought, oh, it's the main event spot. They're going to announce something there. Right? Yeah. And then nothing happened, which you and I kind of discussed earlier uh, off air. Nothing happened. So it's like, and every, you could see on Twitter afterwards, everyone's like, and even listening to Dave and, and the guys from uh, with John Pollock and Way, they're just like, that was just, that was it. And it's just one of those things that you just can't put, maybe it was just, they just didn't have anything. And that's just what they went with and they played it safe. Um, but if that's what was going to happen with Roman, should have just put Roman in the first segment and then finish off with Cody. As Morton was saying in our group chat, like, he thought he thought Cody was going to close, and that's one of the reasons he PVR'd to watch Cody last. And they opened up with Cody, smart because that's what everybody wanted. But you also have the and you had the national championship game on, so they were probably trying to bite at what people wanted the most first, and the rating showed it. But 
I don't know, maybe it would have been smarter to put Roman first. He is your unified champion and then finish off with Cody. I don't know. Well, and I mean, the thing is, you look, he's a unified champion. If he's hurt and he's out for what could be four, five, six months, depending on the injury, any amount of time he misses, that's that's a very massive gap on SmackDown. And that's a very massive gap in your company as a whole. So I was going to ask both you guys, what do you do if there is a Roman-shaped hole in the company? Well, to me, there's one thing that actually is a positive out of this. If, if this is the case, if he is injured and is out for half a year or so, or four, four to six months, um, that is the fact that you can put the title on Cody, especially after the promo he cut, because if he's going to face, if they want Roman and The Rock, then Roman shouldn't lose it this year. But if, you know, and we don't know if they can get that match or not, but that's what they want is for Los Angeles next year, Roman and The Rock. So if that's the case, he shouldn't even lose it to Cody. He shouldn't lose it to anybody. But Cody's journey is to win the title. This gives you an out to give Cody the title, but also gives you an out so that the you know Roman hasn't technically lost anybody. He can come back, regain his title, and face The Rock. You, that's that's the one positive I could spin out of it. Do you make those champions interim champions and still say Roman is the champion? WWE doesn't really do interim championships. Could they? I, I can't it? think of them ever doing it but maybe they could because they want to keep to me. It makes sense to keep Roman's number essentially going, which would yeah, be their kind of, I, cause I think they, they like that number for how many days he's held the title. I, I personally would do uh, edge as the champion on raw with Cody building up to that, but I'd make edge the champion right now because his gimmick seems the strongest right now on there. And the title would elevate that group up a little bit um but dark dark order 2.0 and i mean we talk about the aj aj match mm-hmm. i mean there was no crowd heat i don't think Nothing. you're saying it's the strongest character and perhaps it is you know because edge is so well good. the strongest i should but press the, crowd, the strongest character they think they have maybe not the audience but what they think they have well that's the thing is i don't think the audience wants to wants to boo edge i think how many times now has he tried to turn heel since he's been back a lot. With three? Is this the third time? So he had what? The one after Roman or during the Roman Bryan feud, right? Yeah. Uh, one kind of with Seth, kind of. Kind of with Seth, yeah. And so it's two. And then this, this is also two, almost three. Yeah. Two, we'll say two. Either way, you just get the sense that the crowd doesn't want to does not want to boo this guy. No, it's like it's like with Becky, right? They don't want to boo Becky. Like even yeah, yesterday, they don't want to boo Becky. Of course, Belair came out and they were like Becky, Becky, Becky. It's like it guys, incredible. it's been a year now. People don't want to boo Becky. And I think Becky's worked hard to try to be a heel. She, you hear she's, done, she's her- done everything. She's done, no credit uh, to her. She's tried. That. That, by the way, is well. She she has psychology, but unfortunately, the psychology is not right. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody hears her say, "You know, you guys turned your back on me when I when I beat Bel Air," and nobody, everybody knows that's not the case. So, well, it's like the so same they with don't Edge, believe right? it, so they don't get behind it. With Edge, like you turned your back on me, like Edge, they were just cheering you and your wife against the Miz like a month ago. What are you talking about? 
I know. <laughs> uh, it's almost like the same people write this. Or you know what we could also do, guys? We could have a team lose a number one contenders match. And then later in the oh. night, we could just have one of them go like, yeah, I just talked to the GM. So we can have the match now. Okay, cool. See, this is this is one of the jokes about Cody jumping over to WWE is WWE is very stubborn and Vince is very stubborn. And he's like, this is going to work. He saw Cody with his baby face not working in AEW and being stubborn about it. He's like, get me one of those. I want another stubborn one. And I think Cody's going to work in WWE, but they WWE has always been historically very just like, I need this. This has to work this way. And like, uh, there was the article that I sent both you guys from Roman where he's like the, he left when he left at the peak, uh, when COVID really kicked off, things weren't great between him and, uh, um, wwe and vince and when he came back he's like do you have to let me do this if you want me back you have to let me do the tribal chief storyline you have to let me play this character if you don't it it seemed like he may be may have been out the door and he really put pressure on them to let it happen and you're seeing the pros and some of the cons with uh with roman but it yeah being able to have that freedom and being able to finally be like, no, this is what we have to do for it to work. And for Roman's credit, I think it's mostly worked. Guess what? Oh, I'm not Josh. I'm John. I'm Josh's younger brother. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Oh man. No, I, I don't think I, speaking of Cody, you said, you said you don't think people will turn on him in WWE. I disagree. I think as soon as the storyline that he wins the title for, for Dusty's over, not sh- pretty shortly after that, I think the crowd's going to turn on him once he has the belt. I think he'll... Um, because the whole thing is that they everybody loves a redemption story. But you've seen it before they, they're, where they're more into the chase than they are into the championship win. Fickle. And I don't think that he, he comes across as overly sincere necessarily all I... the time. He's a real worker. And a People love Dusty, so as long as he's chasing the belt for Dusty, he's he'll be, he'll work as a baby face. Long term, though, I'm still not convinced they won't turn on him. I just that said, I was very wrong that they would turn on him at Raw. Uh, I was very wrong when I made that futuristic prediction. Well, he because, played that crowd like a fucking fiddle. Oh, he did a beautiful job, no yeah. question. But uh, I will say, you know, I, I mean, oh, go ahead, Martin. No, no, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I love the Cody elevator on uh, the night after with his head poking out. <laughs> and it looks it looks like he has like a little box that they lift him out for the stage. And I'm like, this is amazing. I love this. Uh, but so far, Cody has worked. But I that is a very good point that once the chase is done, he can't really bring in Dusty's name or bring in anything like that because he'll have done it. Uh, I'm very curious to see what the future of Cody Rhodes in WWE is. And to AEW's credit, they're not missing him at all. It's, it, I've said this all weekend, it's worked perfectly because AEW got what they needed with a Cody hold because they easily filled that. And Cody gets to go be what Cody wanted to be this whole time. 
because he was not going to be a baby face like this in AEW ever. The crowd had turned. They, there were fans like me that were like, this is a storyline. He fully understands the Homelander character in the boys is a psychopath. He fully gets it. This is, I told you, Josh, plenty of times. I was like, this is all part of a long burn. He's going to turn heel soon. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And boy, was my face red. Because he was, he was, he had no intention of turning heel. Peter and I shit on him, I think, for four or five straight months now. We would just have the <laughs> Cody segment on on the Sports Rundown pod. It just, uh, it was just like of, of the Cody verse. And just like, what the fuck is he talking about this week from doing the boots? And then he tried to burn himself alive to try to get the fans to love him, which, you know, crazy fucking spot. Shouts to Cody on that one. But, it just, it was just an entirely, I don't even know if he was in AEW right now, what he would even be doing, who he would feud with. I just don't even know if there would be a place there right now for him, to be honest. I think him- There is a place for him, not with what he wants to be. I mean, it's no. right. This is every, this is a win-win for everybody. And they yeah. smartly kept Brandy out of it because Brandy yeah. also will turn him heel. Just yeah. her presence. Yeah. She, her last uh, uh, promo with Paige was terrible. It was not good. Yeah. Uh, trying to do the insider thing of like, oh, the only reason we have you in the page is to get Scott Alexander. It's like that was stupid. Uh, that whole that yeah, whole well, setup was she's, stupid. She's healing the crowd. Meanwhile, her husband doesn't want to turn heel. Like, and remember, she, she had one of the the worst things early in AEW too with yeah with Awesome Con. Right, that was one of the worst things of the early AEW outside of the terrible Dark Order early segments. That was the first like bad wrestle crap stuff in aw and i mean realistically if you kind of look at the bigger picture here aw is now coming up in three years and i'm not just trying to throw the shade game or anything like that cody is a very talented wrestler and i hope that he has the best but if we're really looking at like botchamania uh wrestle crap stuff from aw all roads most of the stuff is with the roads and then the only other thing would be the in the death match with the sparklers going off. But other than that, you look at a lot of the wrestle crap stuff. Unfortunately, a lot of it lands on the roads. Yeah, yeah. the 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 you know the sparklers thing, that was yeah. a fluke. Whereas the, yes. the road stuff, you know, was it turned out the way they wanted it to turn out and it didn't turn out well. Well, yeah. and we we talked about this off air before we started the podcast when you were talking about Cody saying, Yeah, he's looking forward to telling writers to fuck off. And it mm-hmm. sounds like Cody has more he or less didn't quite put it that way. How did how, how did more he basically told uh, what he said was uh, and you know, no offense to them. I know I have no offense to them at all, but uh, I can't wait for the first one to tell me, you know, to, the first writer to come over to me because the first one that comes over to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna just politely nod my head and say that sounds great, and then go do my own thing. That's that's not the same. It's definitely way more professional. Yeah, uh, it's still him having him and going doing his own thing. It worked at different points. The first couple feuds in AEW, well, the match with Dustin, uh, Jericho, and MJF, those all mostly hit. He was mostly in tune, and he was up fucking white hot baby face and then the pandemic hit and then he just lost touch with the crowd and i don't think he ever tried to get back in touch with the crowd in the way that he needed to and it just makes me go what happens if he well, something happened between the elite and him too right because before that if you remember he had that opening promo and then kenny and the bucks come out and they're all together 
right? Doing their their COVID thing of how we're being in together after what Hunter did on SmackDown. And Cody was the one that led that. I just rewatched it back. And that's when they had Matt Hardy come out and everything like that. And after that, he started to kind of disperse from being with the elite on television. And then remember, there started to be those rumors about a fraction with the elites and all that kind of stuff. So and, it's, it's interesting. And I mean, the other thing I think happened around that time was it felt like really Tony took hold of the show. Yes. And it's a well, good thing. It's a very good thing that Tony took hold of the show because yeah. I think AEW has been great. I have, and you look at like even the minute, uh, like Tony bought Ring of Honor and then putting on the FTR and Bucks match, uh, Briscoe's match on that pay per view, and how many buys they did. Like you just, Tony's on a really good streak right now. Not saying that's going to end, uh, that could end at any point because it absolutely could, but I feel better Tony having more of a input with things than I would with Cody because even when Cody was on top, it just, a lot of ending the shows in brawls and melees and just rigmaroles and stuff. And I even found some of the stuff with Cody could be overbooked. Like there always had to be a dusty finish and there always had to be this and then this and then this. Like even the Lance Archer match, Cody had, there's so many different things that happened. Uh, the Brody thing, like even like the Brody feud was good, but there were there were even points in there where I'm like, man, this is kind of well, a there's little the one thing he has the over the top. Again, I, I went through and watched all this AEW stuff with Cody the last few days on YouTube. He comes back against Brody after a job into Brody, and he comes back, he has the black hair, and he takes out everyone from the dark order and then takes out Brody. And then he yeah, and it's and like then, and then he wins the title back, I believe. No, because Brody was Brody champ when he passed away. No, no, no. Cody took the title off of him. Right. That's what I thought. And that was that was Brody's last match, right? Yeah. That was dog a dog collar. collar match? Yep. Right. Okay. It's just, I think that there is creatively, it's going to be interesting to see what, like, and that's going to be the biggest test. When he hits the peak of the mountain, what happens creatively with Cody Rose and what way does he go? And what happens when, if the crowd turns on him, how does him and Vince respond to this? Everything seems all chummy and friendly right now, but what happens when push comes to shove? Right. And all right. Cody Rhodes is no Roman Reigns. No. Uh, all right. Well, let's go. Let's go show by show. We can kind of. We're not going to go. We're not going to go over maybe particular. I'll go some of the matches when we get to Mania, but for ROH and Impact and NXT. We'll just kind of go quick thoughts and everything. So let's start off with the show. Some people thought was the show of the week um, with that Reign of Honor show. I'm not going to go match by match here. And I'll start with you, Morton, because you haven't talked for a second here. Just kind of some of the things that stood out to you. Uh, well, I mean, obviously we're talking about if you're going to go, what is the best show of the week? It becomes the best show was WrestleMania night one. Yes. The best match was at ROH Ring of Honor. And the best surprise was on our right Ring of Honor, uh, right. Supercard of Honor. Um, so it depends on what you're looking for. You can, I mean, I give them both an eight and a half out of ten, both night night one and Supercard of Honor. Um, if I had to pick one, I'd lean slightly because I I love that match so much with FTR and uh, and Dem Boys. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, yeah, it, it was a great match uh, and a great surprise with Joe. And uh, I really, it was fun to watch ROH for the first time in forever with a hot crowd. Um, because, I mean, that's really been killing them lately. They haven't had a hot crowd. They finally had one. And a lot of that was because of the FTR and uh, and Briscoe's match. And about 20,000 buys on pay-per-view is really strong for someone like, uh, you know, AEW. Or, sorry, uh, ROH. ROH. AEW Jr. I thought, yeah, I thought, you know, the Briscoe's match was really good, leading to getting you excited for Wednesday. And then Joe shows up for a nice big surprise, and he'll be in the uh, the Owen tournament against poor Max Caster, who deserves better than just to be a jobber. But that's unfortunately seeming to kind of be the role that he's cast in right now, unfortunately, because he's I, obviously I think I think the reason he's in that role right now is Anthony Bo- Bowens is hurt. Mm. So he's kind of, he doesn't have his tag team partner. I think if he had his tag team partner, I think they'd be in a very different spot. Uh, I really liked Willow Nightingale. She was... Uh, it's like Joe, what we were talking about on the pod the other week of like during WrestleMania, we get some of these indie shows. There's always someone that catches your eye that's like, oh, okay. And this week was two people, right? It was Mike Bailey and it was mm-hmm. Willow Nightingale for me. But Mike Bailey had to many the MVP week for all the different shows that he did. And he was okay on the show that I saw him on. Um, but I really like Willow Nightingale. She has a really good look to her. Really good match against uh, Mercedes Martinez, a match I didn't really care about that much going into it because I had no idea who Willa was and, and, and Mercedes I've never been huge on as, as, uh, as a wrestler, really. I've never just, she's just never really done it for me, but I thought those two had a really, really solid match. I really enjoyed what they did and Willow really stood out to me and someone that I think you could feed to Jade for number 40 or something like that. Uh, I think that could be something that we see maybe going forward because I really like the look and what she did in the ring. Yeah, it was a solid match. I, I think a lot of that, she carried her own. A lot of that is the veteran oh, yeah. Martinez, you know. Uh, but she has, like I, I describe it, as she has a certain charm uh, mm-hmm. that you can't, you can't just create that. No. She has that just naturally, this certain sort of quirky charm to her. And yep. uh, I think that's going to serve her well. Joel, and your thoughts? I, I enjoyed the show. I had fun with the show. And like, I, I enjoyed the Willow match. She, there was definitely something where it's like, oh, okay, this is, this is neat to see someone I've never seen wrestle before. Uh, same with, uh, what was it, Josh Woods? Was he the one that was the pure champion? Yeah. Yep. That was a good match. Yeah. I didn't even mention that you had a match. That match was awesome. I, I thought that yeah, was a lot of fun. I really, good. I, I really liked the pure rules. It was something different. Uh, I thought that was that was a lot of fun, and uh, seeing Suzuki, I just I always enjoy seeing Suzuki. So seeing him and him see him winning his first ever uh, North American title. You just reminded times. me, I have to look up Effie and Suzuki and hope it's online somewhere. Oh yes, yes, can, I must see this. Can you guys explain something to me? And, and I'm sure some wrestling fans are going to kill me for this, but okay, so Ishi. Sometimes they call him Ishii and sometimes they call him Ishii. Can you explain this to me? Um, I, all I know is, much like Naito was sometimes called Naito and sometimes he's called Naito, all mm. I know is that the announcer, Kevin Kelly, calls him Ishii and calls him Naito. And oh, I think if so anybody would know, it would be just, the announcer. It's just the pronunciation then. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was like, why is Ishii? Is this something I missed out on? Like, is it another name in America or something? 
I think it's probably the pronunciation. You look at the spelling of it and you see the yeah. two eyes at the end, and that's probably right. where they get the E. Right. Uh, it's yeah, and I'm yeah. yeah I would just assume they would tell it. Like for me, you know, being a broadcaster uh, and getting names for games, you always go to the coaching staff or whoever is associated with the team. So I would, or you go to the players sometimes themselves and ask them. So I would assume they would go and ask him themselves. Well, I assume, like I say, Kevin Kelly has. Yeah. And that's why I, I go with him. But on the other hand, if there's one guy you might be afraid to ask what your name is and how to that's, pronounce it. That was it's Ishii. Yeah, it's Ishii. Okay, yeah, I was, I was just curious. I didn't know. Uh, but yeah, ROH was a great night. Uh, Jay Lethal turned heel, like we all Made predicted there. Uh, so that was pretty evident there. I think Jonathan Grisham had a good look. The, uh, the only critique yeah. I'll have is the Chavo thing made no sense and really was no reason for it. I feel like that was there. almost it was different, a, though. Yeah, I mean, you have yeah. to say you never seen that before. Hmm. Nope, haven't seen that before. I feel like that was almost a, a starting of healing the bridge between him and Tony. Mm-hmm. Being like, "Well, I'll bring you in for this. We'll have you work with Andino. We'll run this angle this way, and then that that way kind of helps cover Bandino." being like he could have won had he not taken the noble way he was noble in defeat but that joe thing was ruined for me but it was still really cool and hearing the i really you know it it was really funny to me it really was driven home to me when i was watching wrestlemania and you're seeing plenty of uh references from logan paul for instance and you know ray and stuff like that and just references in general to eddie and the crowd chanting eddie 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 and I'm like, yeah, but the guy who employs all of Eddie's family members is <laughs> not in the WWE. No. Well, I mean, Vince employ, uh, employs Dominic, so that's yeah. He has his son. He has. Yeah. His son. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he has his son. I forgot. About I that. just can we just get to it? I just want it to happen. Apparently, you were never my real dad. Eddie's my dad. Apparently, Ray doesn't want it. Ah. Oh! We, we all want it, though. We all want it. It writes itself. That's the oh, thing. Oh, God, I want it so bad. And when he came out well, in the, Guerre- or the old school Guerrero outfits, I was like, When yes. he's losing to the Miz, yes. when he's losing to the Miz on Raw in 30 seconds, mm-hmm. you might as well do that storyline because his might career well. is over. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, back to the ROH show quick. So, yeah, great show there. Um, and then it leads into... As I said, we're recording this before Dynamite, but you left uh, on the Friday there, and all of a sudden, all respect to Mania. Mania was obviously fantastic, specifically night one, but all of a sudden, it's like, man, maybe the most anticipated show of the week is Dynamite on Wednesday. For the (laughs) first time in, what, 19 years, Joe and Punk are under the same roof? Yep. They are. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. The FTR bucks. I mean, it's going to be so damn good. That was such a great promo for the Bucks. Here's oh, a question yeah. for you guys. With how bad the Rampage numbers have been struggling lately, would you have maybe put that match on Rampage? No. No, I didn't I think, think so, so either. I'm just asking. I think the, the Rampage is just, it's being just kind of competition and things been going on mm-hmm. lately. You know, I, I think that they're, they'll bounce back and expectations for that show aren't too high it, it has become the b show it's the show i don't if i miss that show i don't kick it's harder over. in canada to get i mean look the this friday they went against the hall of fame 
a WrestleMania SmackDown, which look, we joked about it, but you, you hit it out of the park, Morton. Having that WrestleMania in front of it, it does something because that, that SmackDown was really high rated and maybe it's because yeah. that WrestleMania theme was in front of it. I don't know. And then we had the hall of fame and you had ROH going on and you had impact going on. And then you had the highest rated thing on television that night, which was the women's final four, which is a really good game with UConn. So there was a lot of competition against rampage this week, not making excuses for it. Cause it's been a pattern, but there was a lot of competition against rampage this week. It didn't really have been, a chance. And there's been a competition over the last month. Yeah. A lot of really strip, you know, stiff well, competition. They've had, they've Plus had March Madness. A Friday night. Yeah, they've had March Madness, what, three Fridays in a row they've had to deal with? And look, it's not going to get better. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with hockey and uh, basketball playoffs coming up here and the return of baseball. So there's always going to be something on Friday. And it's like you said, I think the bottom line is it's a Friday night. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, if their crowd skews younger and it does, yeah. Friday night is the most popular night of the week to go out. Yeah. You know, for, for the younger for the younger audiences, more popular yeah. even than Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so impact. Uh, this show was um, a show. It happened. It had stuff on it. Ishii versus Edwards was pretty good. That was and my favorite Sabin, match in there. Yes, Saban and and Jay White was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. The you know? the Cardona the Cardona's versus the James match was a bit disappointing. Oh yeah. I thought that was very, yeah. it was very short. Yes. And the ending came out of nowhere. Yeah. And the X division match, like you pointed out on a group chant, Morton, that was really, really worst short. Worst one ever? Yeah. Worst. It definitely. went five minutes. X division match, Ultimate X goes yeah. five minutes. That's got to yeah. be the worst Ultimate X in history. And then the, the Fabi Apache, I'm sorry, just really was uneasy. It did not work. Very offensive, to be quite honest, to yep. me. Uh, I don't know if she is indigenous or not, um, but I know AAA and those are one for kind of crazier gimmicks. See Psycho Clan or Super Porky. Um, so I don't know if she is indigenous or not, but it, it was something that I wasn't a fan of. And it just, it's like, yeah, it's Fabi Apache. It's like, huh? Yeah. Like you, you, you could have, you should have, and the, and the crowd was silent. And so she comes quiet. out and works heel. Yeah. When she's, when she's supposed to be the baby face because Brazo's yeah. a heel. Yeah. And then she's healing on the crowd. And I'm like, this is just strange. Why not just get Tyra Valkyrie to come out then instead of doing it after? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I guess, like, if you, I mean, I guess the fact is you just want Tyra Valkyrie to do the impact one and not the ROH championship. Maybe it has to do with that, but that's what I would have done. I would have just got Tyra Valkyrie to come out then. And maybe you go to a no DQ and be like, ah, oh, that's fine. I want to face you for the title that I always, that I'm the, the best dab of the impact championship or something. That's what All I right, probably Tyra Valkyrie, I think she's held that triple a title before itself so yeah yeah plenty of times too so yeah 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 i don't know it was a that lot was, i I, then... I honestly the the worst thing about it was i i mean i've watched evolve i've ordered evolve pay-per-views and mm -hmm. you know from like three four years ago at wrestlemania that's the first time i saw will osprey versus ricochet yeah you know was i i, I saw that and i was like Same. i gotta order this i gotta see these guys 
yeah. first time I ever saw Matt Riddle in, in, in person, right? Yeah. And that was four years ago in Evolve, and it had better production values than oh, this God. Impact show. It was so bad. And it was terrible, terrible. Like, I'm like, you guys have national television. Don't you have a little pride? The cuts. It was terrible. It was a small crowd. The mics? The mics at times weren't working. Like, the Botchamania, Matt, we were joking. The look uh, of the show. Oh, God, the look was bad. We were joking. Matthew is just like, oh, this is going to take so much time to build up this Botchamania. There's so much stuff, specifically Impact. Yeah, it was sad. It's it going to probably be like a 30-minute Botchamania this week, by the way. <laughs> it's going to be a long Botchamania. It has to be. Yeah, and, and that Vince thing, it's going to be in the intro. It has to be, right? Yes, it has to be. It's got to be there with Lucha the whole Vince match against McAfee could be in the. It could be yeah. in there. Yeah. Joel, any what thoughts? Are you going to say, fact? Joel? I got to see Jay White and Ishii, so yeah. that makes me happy. So those are the highlights. Yep, yeah, those are the highlights. Um, next time we'll buy Effie's Big Gay Brunch instead. Or we'll be so. for Effie's Gay Brunch. Or yeah, and then we need to go to Spring Bank and see the clusterfuck because I heard that was that was something. <laughs> Did you hear about didn't that, Warren? The clusterfuck? No. Oh, I didn't hear about this. It's like What's a battle this? royal. It's called the clusterfuck. I think it's it's at Spring Break and it's called the clusterfuck. It's just like a crazy battle royal. Sean Ross Sapp was in it. Sean Ross Sapp was in it. Yep. He was in the clusterfuck. You realize that if we're there, we can go to like an ROH or AEW. I guess AEW won't be running ROH if they run. They, we could go to like their press conference and and yep. uh, ask questions for the pod. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I don't know about you guys. I am officially going to Los Angeles for WrestleMania next year. I don't know yet, but uh, let's say it depends whether or not I'm taking another major trip that year for me. Yeah, it's time it to check it off for me. For my it's graphic novel. Right. For, for me, for the, my, the graphic novel I have, we're trying to get on the Monster of Rock cruise. Mm-hmm. Monsters of Rock. And if we get on there and, uh, and you know, sell some of that graphic novel and get it out there that would be my vacation of the year that would be great but uh otherwise if i'm not going to that then wrestlemania is yeah I, i'm i'm totally down there's I'm an in and out like right next to the stadium that's probably gonna be very bad for me very which bad. is in and out is the most overrated burger place in the world but it's still good you still get oh uh, if you ask them to animalize your fries yeah, yeah. You got crispy. a hell of a. You got to get the fries crispy. Got to make sure the fries are crispy too. Corrupt fries get crispy. Animalize yeah. them. Yeah. Animalize your burger too. Oh, those yeah. are off menu You're items. You're in a little bit better spot. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Okada loves uh, In and Out Burger, so you might see him there. There you go. Perfect. All right. Uh, let's get Universal to Studios. Come on, there's lots to do. Oh, there's lots. Uh, let's get to night one of WrestleMania. I'll run down the matches really quick here for WrestleMania and just kind of give your quick thoughts. Some of them won't we need much on. Uh, the Uso match, It's there's not much to talk about the match. It's just a bummer for Boogs because I think he was getting really over the crowd um, and he was starting to do stuff in the yeah, ring. I still, I still haven't think been... he could. He can he still the guitar. play the guitar. Yeah. 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 Uh, I hate McAfee, by the way, dancing on this mm-hmm. table and stuff because it 
it, it he puts the shine on him instead of on the performer, which is the opposite of what he should be doing as an announcer. You would yeah. know that better than anybody, wouldn't you, Josh? I always put the shine on myself instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love McAfee. McAfee reminds me of myself on a broadcast. Uh, but yeah, it was a bummer. It's funny with that because Boobs had like that fake injury that they had for the storyline. So when it happened, I just thought it was part of the storyline. I didn't think it was actually an injury. No, it, it caught me off guard too when I found out it was. Yeah. And this match cost me the uh, the WrestleMania contest that I was in with Sea uh, of the Dead and a few other people. Uh, this was the match that cost me. If I got this match right, I would have won the contest. Nah, Nock was supposed to win too. That's what they said, that they were supposed to win. Great. And they just went to the end. Great. Really? I didn't know yeah. they were supposed to win. That that sense, and, Nock looked pissed off, so that makes sense. Um, then we have the singles match between Drew and Happy Corbin. Man, that crowd, oh. when he kicked out of End of Days, they went mild <laughs> most protected finisher in all of wwe i did not watch this match by the way i fast forwarded through this because i had that option and i did not watch it so the recap of the day why are you cutting the ropes when there's other matches i feel so bad for the ring crew i know it probably takes them like i don't know oh yeah 10 Those minutes were still... i mean they, they knew what they were doing it couldn't take yeah. long yeah. Besides, just, they like, just gave them a chance to run another random video package. Oh God, yeah. Well, that's that's because that's for Peacock. That's what that is. That's why during NXT, by the way, in Canada, we get so many vignettes. It's because um, Peacock they have to have the commercials. That's why it's so much cheaper for them. Not for us Canadians get fucked on that side, but that's that's the deal with it. Oh, I, so. I mean, even people in the states were complaining about too many video oh, packages. Yeah. Yeah. video packages that uh like running ones for charlotte flair and bobby yeah. lashley they're just like random not about matches just like putting over the characters yeah. and then the uh, you know cutting a match and putting it on the next night because they didn't have time for it yeah uh the next match we have was we, this is where wrestlemania really started um you had the, the mysterios versus logan paul and Miz. logan was a damn natural he was fantastic yeah. he, the the Sorry, I'll just let finish here. The, the, the frog splash, the little shimmy, the three amigos, he all got it down. It just sucks that he doesn't want to be healed because he's a natural. Yeah, and he's going to get booed against the, you know, the Miz anyways. Yep. So does that confirm that we're getting Miz versus well, Paul? We know that he's likely going to be there at SummerSlam, apparently, because his contract okay. calls for more, more, more appearances. Uh, that he signed so he probably will be at SummerSlam and if it's not against the Miz I don't know what the hell they're doing they could do Jake and Logan against Miz and somebody maybe don't fire Oof. John Morrison <sighs> um, oh, people like hate Jake I think they hate Jake even more than Logan dude yes. Jake was the highlight of the pre-show he was awesome oh, he on the was. pre-show he Frick, healed he on the good. crowd beautifully Man, I knock out people great. like you. Yeah. He needs to be in WWE because his fight, the last one that hit a huge drop in revenue. Jake Paul needs to be in WWE because that dude gets it. And see he if does. he's more willing to be a heel, then that just bodes yeah. perfectly for WWE. And yeah. like even doing like 
yeah, I, I I thought he did a great job in just the spot that he was in, and Miz got to beat him up afterwards. Yep. Uh, I thought. I wish he had the, sold it. By the way, I mean, yes. he went down, and then yeah. he was right back up and staring at Miz. Yeah. I was like, sell the damn move, buddy. That yeah, was the one problem that. I had with his performance. Other than that, he was really yeah. great. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think we were a little bit surprised by the winner. I mean, I, I, I knew the double 619 was coming, but we did kind of refer to it on the preview pod that he'll get the double 619, but maybe they want Logan to go over. And every celebrity won on this show, by the way. So, yeah. Of course uh, they did. Next up, we have the match of the, the weekend for WrestleMania, at the very least. Uh, it was Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Uh, this was a fantastic match. To me, this was the best entrance of the, the grand entrance of the night, I thought. It, I, Cody's, I think, is a different story because of everything it had. But just as far as a big, over-the-top WrestleMania entrance, I thought Bianca had the best one. Uh, Bianca's entrance was really cool. Uh, for me, yeah. this was the second best match because okay. I liked Cody. I liked Cody and uh, Rollins a little bit better. It's but vice this versa, really. Was fantastic. I mean, oh, uh, I remember I was I was uh, behind watching this stuff. So I mean, much like you, I kind of I'm skipping ahead thirty seconds at a time. I'm yeah. skipping ahead of uh, of uh, you know McIntyre. I only watched probably a third of that match, you know. Yeah. And I'm start I start this one skipping ahead, and then I'm like, God, this is great. I got to go back and really watch this thing. And it, what a fantastic match! Thank great yeah. psychology. A little sloppy at times, but great psychology and storytelling. Uh, I just terrific. It's it's great athleticism when, too. It it's great when long term storytelling accidentally happens for WWE. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is this just fell into their lap, and everyone's like, "See, they could tell a long term story." I'm like, "No, this was never the plan. Oh, it's cute." Yeah. Do we not forget uh, they lied about Sasha being at that show? Yeah. In oh, SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah, but the the Bellers a star. Don't fuck this up. You've got this now. Don't, and how badass did she look on Monday with that black eye, still standing tall? But like who his, is next for her? I would have who had a heel Oscar attack her. That's what I would have done. I would have had Becky off TV for about a month, and then I would have had heel Oscar attacked her. That's what I, I would have done. It's probably going to be Becky at WrestleMania Backlash. Probably, yeah, but we still have so many women need like bait. Like, I'm assuming Bailey's coming on SmackDown. Yeah, I think that's where she's going. But Lacey Evans is ready to go. Oscar's ready to go. I don't know what's going on with Alexa Bliss. It's getting. It is now getting weird with Alexa. Like, I don't know what's going on there. I'm wondering if Alexa could be on a future Endeavor list soon. I think think the only reason they kept her around is because she has a pretty prominent place in that video game, doesn't she? Yeah. But now uh, I don't know. I she she did the thing at the chamber, and we haven't seen her since. Did the whole nope. bullshit therapy thing, and then she saw the chamber and haven't seen her since. Including when she was told she would do the show in Columbus, which is her hometown, and then they told her in the last hour, "Yeah, we're not going to book you." Well, you know, WWE has. You know, they, they, they decide this stuff way ahead of time. So yeah, she should have known. Long-term booking, yeah. like two hours. So, yeah, I don't know. I It could be Becky. I personally would do a heel Oscar versus her. Or, I, I mean, 
if if now that we haven't really talked about NXT because we'll talk about it more with Raw. Uh, if Raquel's not a tag team champion anymore, I would maybe do Raquel Gonzalez. Even there's a history there. There's there's definitely a few things you can do with her, but yeah, you, you have to book or you have to be very careful with the booking. And honestly, next Mania it should be her versus Charlotte, uh, or her versus Sasha. I'm just thinking. My thinking is you, she goes through and all, beats through every single uh, horse. You can go back to the uh, Sasha well. Because they still only have the one match, right? They still only have the one match. So you want to... one more she has against Ronda, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ronda's obviously going to be Becky. That, we already know that, right? So Becky yeah. has to turn face well, before yes. all then, uh, before then, right? I, and I mean, look, I, I said this to the friends that we we're always watching with on Sunday. So I'll stay on here now. I think Sasha will face either a Nicki Minaj, Cardi B type of person at WrestleMania next year. That's my prediction. Don't have any inside information, obviously, but we've had heard the name Cardi B floated around in the past. Heard Nicki Minaj floated around in the past. She will face some type of celebrity of that value next year, Sasha. And lose. Yes. Yes. That's the key because yeah. as a celebrity, they yeah. always beat a WWE superstar because WWE superstars aren't very good at their job. No. Uh, I, I could actually see the argument for Belair and Sasha. And the reason I see it is I don't know how much longer Sasha is going to be there well, at this level of capacity. So yeah. that's where I, I kind of wanted to have her kind of go through some of the horsewomen and have that where she's almost like an undefeated streak at Mania where she has won all her major matches. At oh, Mania. I see what you're saying, yeah. But then would you yeah. not just, would you want to do Bailey then and then save Charlotte for last? You don't know how long Charlotte's going to be there too. So it's kind of... Oh, that's true. Andrade hey, was at the Hall of yeah. Fame. Yeah. Now that Andrade and her are back together, which is weird when they're getting mm-hmm. married, yeah. you know, the speculation is going to ramp up again. So yeah. I would almost do... Charlotte next year and I'd have Charlotte lose I'd keep Belair's want to if if Sasha's going to be out the door at any point in the next two to three years Belair is the one that you can just keep building and building and building your division around and it's not saying you can't use other women because there's a lot of talented other women there but I would just keep Belair going and keep her strong because I think she's she's got a tremendous look a tremendous talent cash in have her be the est of wrestlemania it's it's easy marketing you can put slap that on a shirt that can be her catchphrase come mania time mm-hmm. and then just have her go through people eventually she loses but that's when you're giving a rub to someone else yeah i mean at mania backlash you can even just do a match against do drop that match works i know we've seen a lot on raw but her doing the sto the 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 spots Lifting up Dewdrop, it gets the crowd every damn time. So if you want to take Becky off TV for like a month or something and just do do dropping her at the pay-per-view or the premium live event, sorry, um, then I think that'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I like that. Would you say her and Cody are the two strongest people that came out of Mania, just looking at... looking and at Sasha and Naomi. Sasha and Naomi. They won everything on their feud. <laughs> they won everything they've done. I was right? very surprised they won. 
It's Sasha's first WrestleMania win too. Sasha was 0-5 before that. That's also yeah. mind-boggling. That's why she was crying. A lot of people were like, she's so happy to win the title. I was like, no, she had never won at WrestleMania before. And knowing how big of a wrestling fan she is, that meant a lot to her. She finally won at WrestleMania. Holy, I didn't know that. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. she was 0-5. Um, next up, we have Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, and then we had the return of Cody. Now, I will admit, I don't know about you guys, but when it went dark there for a brief second, I'm like, because it still was like, is it going to happen? And then for like three to five seconds, I'm like, is it Bray? For like I three seconds, I thought. thought. Did you? Okay. I had this. I did. I, I, as soon as the lights went dark, I went, if it's Bray, I'm going to be so disappointed. So it was mm-hmm. enough of a thought. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I had no doubt. It was like, this this is Cody. They're doing the the lights out. Then you're gonna hear wrestling has only one royal. I didn't fan. know they'd use that. I thought we would just get Kingdom. I didn't know we get the wrestling fan because I thought Vince would be too stubborn to include that. I hey, think- I mean on Monday Night Raw, I mean Cody kept on using the word wrestler. I know. Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Gonna have to beat it out of him, pal. Uh, Not if he gets to do what he wants. That nope. is true. Now on to. This was a good match. This was a good match. I'm not as high on it as other people, but it was a good match. They fully presented him like he was an AEW. It was like you took AEW Cody Homelander and just popped him into WWE, and the WWE cre- crowd is eating it up. It, it's a great moment for him. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's, a great, a, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan because you do have these moments that will pop up that are – this would not have happened. The le- this level of moment would not have happened if he if it wasn't for AEW having oh, yeah, that. Wasn't, but... well, and New Japan and Impact and Ring of Honor. Cody left and said what he wanted to do, right? Well, but from the list to now, like it's a different. He's grown as a human being. He's grown as a performer. He's grown as a in, as a man. Growing as a father right now. And I, you know, talking with Vince, I think Vince really connected to him on being a grandfather and Cody being a father. Uh, and I think he's really growing up in many ways since he's last left. And I think leaving again, like we saw with Drew and with Bobby, sometimes you need to do that before you can come back. Yep, I, my, my thing is you would not have gotten this pr- presentation because he is, Cody was never presented like this in impact because they don't have the budget for it. And he wasn't presented like this in ring of honor. Oh, no. AEW had to be there to have this presentation yep. of Cody, sure. and it it worked. And Cody yep. Cody now gets to do but his he redemption. He formed the arc. character leading up to AEW. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I think his character was perfected the minute AEW happened, yep. and now he is he is off. He is running, and he is the baby face he wanted to be, and very much desperately so. And he's going to probably get his redemption arc. And then... And it's weird like, as fuck seeing him on WWE TV. It's strange, dude. Yeah. It's he, really strange. It's so... It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. Brian, I got to right away. Adam Cole, I got over right away in AEW TV. This one is just weird. Watching him on Raw, seeing him like tweet a thing of like, yeah, Raw did $2 million yesterday, and I'm going to be in the bump. It's like, what? This is so messed up. My so my thing is with this is 
he spent a lot of time beating that anti WWE drum, and I think it was because he it was a rough breakup. He, he was the leader of that of all of them, you know. And like the it's come out that the Bucks and Kenny didn't want to take shots at WWE. They just wanted to do their thing, and I mean Cody broke. Notice Kenny. Kenny well. is not in the um, the attack of uh, the Raw that night. I went back and watched that Bullet Club video from BTE. Kenny's not part of that because I don't think Kenny cares about that type of shit. I don't think he was in. No, the- I don't think he does. No. So I think when they told him, "Hey, we're going to do this," he's like, "Count me out. I'm not part of that." I think that I think was Cody's was- idea too, was it not? Yeah, it was Cody's idea, but he wasn't in the country at the time. He was still in Japan. No, so but Cody's okay. there. Cody's there when. Oh, uh, Kenny wasn't there. Yeah, Kenny was a. Kenny was very likely in Japan around that. Yeah, time. he wouldn't have done it though. I doubt Kenny. No, would I don't think he, I don't think he cares at all. The Bucks are like, oh, this is fun. This is yeah. reliving. Marty, old Marty was always down for whatever. Apparently, Marty, Marty just wanted to be accepted. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it's it's very interesting. Some of his comments, it's it, and the thing is, he's going to be pushed as this star. So we're going it's going to have to get used to Cody's opinion being out there and dissected and reviewed and looked over on a microscope. But at the end of the day, Cody's happy. AEW's in a good spot. Cody got his massive WrestleMania moment, and it was one of those organic WrestleMania moments. It wasn't like we put we manufactured this together and we're going to tell you this is a moment. This was a genuine moment seeing Cody there. And oh, yeah. it it worked. It worked. And I, I got excited. I got excited, but again, it's just weird. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It just does not feel right. Like, you know, we always talk about the forbidden door. This was the first time I actually really felt it. It's like, this is not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to go the other way through the forbidden door. I didn't know it opened on the other side. Yeah, it's it is surreal knowing that he of the five of them, yeah, is the one most responsible for the creation of AEW. And he's yeah. the one that's gone and gone to yeah. WWE. You, it's, you you look at all those the, the first press conference, it's his face. So you because I told Joel this morning. Like for the first two months, I had no idea who Tony Khan was other than some guy that bankrolled that company. Yeah. To me, he was the Vince McMahon. Cody Rhodes was. You what you watch all the videos of building up. It's Cody signing Jungle Boy. It's Cody signing Jim Ross. It's Cody with QT Marshall, right? Doing all those stuff to build up to the first uh, to the double or nothing show, right? And all those uh, early videos of the road twos, right? There's nothing of Tony Khan. It's all By the way, Cody. funny that uh, funny that QT Marshall was in the bus with Cody. Yeah. Oh, he was. You know, when people were coming. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the mm-hmm. bus with Cody while while he was waiting to go out. And uh, the last person to come on and see him apparently was uh, Triple H. Mm-hmm. And right before he went out, and uh, and QT marked out because he's a big Triple H fan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was on Dark last night. I saw as well. I, that's why I'm, I'm interested with the Nightmare Factory. Because Cody said that's not owned by AW, that's owned by him and QT. So they could technically get nightmare students. Cody, Cody, and that presser, that fifty-five minute presser that I watched the whole thing of, he said that the Nightmare Family was the Nightmare Academy or whatever it's called. Uh, it was never about sending students to AW, which I call bullshit on. Uh, he's like, yeah, oh, as yeah. long as they go wherever, it's it's fine with me. Like, yeah, now that's the case. 
but before it was that was that was your feeder system that was trying QT to be your feeder. He is still employed by AW though. Yes, I mean, and just because he was there, you know, until he unless he leaves to join yeah. Cody, yeah, and and that would have to be for some behind the scenes role. Um, Vince, I think, and, would love QT to be honest. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But uh, yeah, until that happens, then I think you'll. They still need a new see producer. It. Papa quit. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. He got, After producing he both main events. Yeah, but he said that was the peak, and now he's going to go spend time with his family. Yeah. Uh, In yeah. other words, I'm sick of this. Yeah. Uh, really good match overall. Uh, Seth's Seth's a pro. Seth's great. Um, and uh, now we kind of see what the future of Cody is. Uh, the next match, uh, Charlotte and Ronda in – we're talking about clusterfucks right here. <laughs> I, I, I'm not as critical of it as you. I, I, I don't think it was very good, but I think they worked hard. I think they worked the psychology, hard. They worked hard, they, yes. They worked hard. I think the psychology of the match was okay. Uh, yeah. I think the cooperation is storytelling – that they tried to do didn't quite work. Um, especially Ronda Rousey's facial expressions. Sometimes they're way, way, way off what they're supposed to be. Yeah. And uh and it can hurt the match. So um I, I don't think it was I don't think it was terrible personally, but uh but it's I not watched a, it again not a highlight either. It's not it's not my worst match of the year because then I remembered about that terrible GCW match. Yes, the main which event. Is still my worst match of the year. Um, oh yeah nothing tops that this they worked hard i just thought it was a cluster of a finish but then you kind of realize ronda isn't going anywhere and you know she's gonna probably hold this title for some time until she faces becky at mania next year so you gotta have a little bit of a chase so why not have charlotte win it so not the worst match but there was no heat also building up to this at, at, at all either and i think just because of the way ronda has Every been week people got less interested yeah, because every week they care about Ronda Rousey a little less. Yeah, yeah. the way to book Ronda Rousey is to say that she's going to be at a match, but not have her on TV every week, like they did with Austin. Who who's the uh, on an aerial show? Who's the 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 woman that beats Amanda Nunez? Morton, do you remember? Oh, sorry, no, it's not coming to me. Anyways, so she was on. I'm trying to see if I can get to Ariel's thing and, and find it. Um, I found it right here. Juliana Pena. Um, Juliana Pena. She yeah. called out Rhonda on Ariel's show, and I was like, I'm way more excited about this because she called her out and said that she's not a real MMA fighter anymore, and she gets scared. She runs away from fights, and I'm like, she kind of does that in WWE too, not just MMA. She she kind of gets scared and. Turns on fans and has a bad attitude, and she's not and, coming back to UFC. Good luck no, with that. that one. No, 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 no. I think it's the her attitude reflects when you watch her in her matches, when you watch her in her promos. You can tell when someone doesn't care, right? It's it's really evident, and I think even Charlotte stopped fucking caring. Like the promo she did on Friday. Oh, Charlotte doesn't give a damn. Charlotte didn't give a shit anymore. She's like, whatever. She's like, I'm gonna do this. And I'm going to get a WrestleMania payday and whatever. So I mean, if I think the best way to infuse maybe some energy into this, into this is to make it a three-way backlash and have Bailey part of it. That would help. Yeah. 
It it definitely needs. Unfortunately, something. Bailey's going to be a heel, and you know she's almost for sure attacking yep. Sasha, and we'll go back to that match for oh, the four hundred seventy fourth time. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, or maybe she has a take team partner. Yeah, maybe she maybe. gets like Raquel or something that's like a bodyguard or something. And then her name will be Hunch. It's <laughs> uh, funny because it's true. Yeah. You haven't uh, said anything in a while, Joel. What were you going to say there? Uh, I did not enjoy this at all. I, I think I almost fell asleep during this match. I was like, ugh, this, is just, this doesn't do it for me. Neither woman draws me in for, from a wrestling standpoint. I was like, yeah. This can be done, and I think I definitely checked out at that at this point. This definitely, I was like, eh, and, and you you you're not gonna you're gonna take a it's gonna take a lot to draw me back in. But and Ric Flair thought it was the match back. of the week, Joel. It was what a it, surprise! <laughs> it was like I'm gonna poke my eyes out if this match goes any longer. And then we saw the main event. It was Kevin Owens for Stone Cold Steve Austin. First, like I said the other day, shouts to Kevin Owens for building this promo, this whole program by himself. And then I just don't think I've seen more wrestling Twitter. It can be a very toxic place, uh, but just from his fellow colleagues and others, like how many people were happy for Kevin get the shit beat out of him because they know how much he deserved it and how happy he was. And, this is just really quickly, Jill, John Pollock was telling a story of like them, of him doing like shows in the Toronto area where the, like the venue was like a $10 thing. And Pollock and some of the guys from the law would talk to him after and he'd be selling t-shirts out of his trunk. And they're like, this guy, we bought a t-shirt from out of his trunk. And he said, I'm going to be naked. And he just had the main event against Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. And pretty cool. He got to main event with a t-shirt on. I mean, this is the guy. Yeah that when he was 18 playing with his wrestling figures Mm -hmm. felt that the music didn't do austin justice and had to break something and threw a mug (laughs) and got stuck in the wall (laughs) 18 is still playing with wrestling figures yep yeah this was uh this was a story Uh, who's he this was the kevin steen show who was he telling this to he used to be a producer. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that got fired uh, because Jacobs. of the bull, Jimmy Jacobs, yeah. Yeah. And they were telling this story, and he asked him how old he was, and he's like, you you what, were you 13, 14? He's like, no, I was 17, 18. And he almost <laughs> choked on his water. It's an incredible clip. It just, it surmises how awesome that ending was. Uh, and it, it made KO look great. Just from the point of being like... He was in shape, dude. Yeah. yeah. And, and KO, that's great shape. And when he's sitting there and he's talking to uh, Austin, he's like, I didn't bring you out here just to talk. I lured you here because I wanted a match. I didn't want you prepared. I wanted a match with you. I wanted to put you on the spot. But his and back I thought was that bad, was though. He had a bad back. Yeah. And he's like, my back's bad, but we'll do this. I was lifting weights. It he he killed it austin did a great job if this is absolutely austin's last match ever he he he's one of the few guys that i don't think post-retirement has tarnished his legacy no and the crowd and the crowd loved him 
and he got the biggest pop of the weekend both nights. I think that you got a, I, did, was it bigger than Cody's? The one on night two was bigger. Yeah. The yeah. one on night two is bigger. And I, I still technically consider his match the Rock his last match, by the way. You don't uh, consider I consider this his last match. Yeah. yeah. That was a one, two, three. That was yeah, a stunner. I guess. Uh, they, he just, it looked like he had so much fun at the end there. He took bumps. He went out there and he worked. Uh, he was a little clunky, but I mean, he's almost 60, so. Mm-hmm. I kind of think that he's no, by the way, I thought Sting was 61. He's 63. I know. How? And Cody didn't want to wrestle him. (laughs) Dang, man. Jeez. How is he not a wrestler of the year? Yeah, no kidding. Ridiculous. Uh, And and Austin taking those vertical suplexes, though, on the cement. Like, if he he does face Brock, that's a little bit of what he's going to be in store for. Uh, I, as a kid who grew up loving Stone Cold, this, it was so much fun. I, yeah. I'm happy for KO. This was a great, this absolutely should have closed the show. And, um, they should have reversed these two nights. This should have closed night two. Yes. I agree. I still, and we'll get to night two. I still think they may have rushed to the finish for night two. I think, yeah. Going from the Kimura to a spear and like Roman recovering pretty quickly, I think there was a little more to it. But nevertheless, I think you, I think, I do think ultimately, if you hindsight being what it was, this absolutely should have closed out Mania because this was, this was so much fun. So that's the end of night one, just a really fun night. Uh, I guess really quickly, Morton, just your, I didn't really give you much time to talk about that, that match. Oh, no. I mean, I don't have a lot to add. I mean, it was way more fun than I expected it to be. You know, I expected, I didn't expect a match. Uh, I expected just them to talk and then a a stunner at the end in the KO show. They gave me a match. Austin did not get blown up. Uh, He's certainly moving a lot slower, but he didn't get blown up. Nope. Um, You know, it was just fun. Yep. So that was night one. Like I said, night one felt like a WrestleMania. It felt special. It felt like unique. It felt like a combination of the what crowd the crowd was super be. hot all night. The crowd was great. One of the things the crowd yeah. was those sixty thousand or whatever it was that uh, was actually there, um, sixty sixty five thousand, some of that. Yeah, yeah, that they were loud as hell. They were louder, I think, than the last time they were there, and they had ninety some odd thousand. Yeah. Uh, then we go to night two uh, with the raw tag match. This is just a great match. The RKO off the top was great. This this hot tag they have with Riddle to Randy, man, it works like a charm every single time. I think Randy could do the whole routine in his sleep at this point. He just <laughs> they he got just it has down. It. He has it. Chad, yeah. Gable, Chad Gable looked good. Otis looked good. Like the Street Profits looked good. Montez is someone that I still think very much you keep cooking him. Because yep. I think he's a guy that could be something more for you down the line. Uh, and he, he's going to be there. He's going to be there for a very long time because I don't see them letting go of Bel Air. So Montez is someone that you just kind of keep building up, keep building up. Uh, and yeah, this was just a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the RKOs. Uh, those were great. 
like the spot for Riddle doing that one was just, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. I, and then we had the, uh, it, it's too bad for RK bro that the young bucks and FTR are around because they're a really good tag team. That's not going to win any tag team awards. Unfortunately <laughs> for them. It's they get mentioned, but, yeah, they uh, get mentioned, but the young bucks and FTR exist. So that's an unfortunate thing for them. Uh, and then after the match, Gable Stevenson comes around. By the way, it's Gable Stevenson, not Gable Stevenson. Joel found some really uh, unfortunate, terrible stuff about Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. Um, but <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. It's really bad. We're just going to talk about the show because we could go on and on about that terrible stuff. So let's just focus on what he did in the show. Uh, got in the ring with Chad uh, Gable, who will just be Chad soon, or maybe go back to Shorty, Shorty J um or shorty g sorry um i you know i I think the fact he didn't let him talk says a lot because when he was with stephanie that night i didn't see a lot of charisma from him yet really there and that was a really terrible segment uh we didn't mention hunter came out at the beginning of this put his boots down that was cool and he gave daps to gable as well uh the belly to belly looked good uh and then kind of celebrated after but i do sense a lack of charisma there look oh yeah he's gonna get it maybe maybe but um, there's definitely hey, a lack of Mark charisma Henry there. had a lack of charisma when he first showed up too. Yes, exactly. And and he eventually when when they turned him into sexual chocolate, he started to develop his his, his charisma. Uh, he still needed work in the ring. Got sent down to OVW and came back and was really a a, a really good package at that point. So yeah. who knows? I mean, you can develop the charisma, but he's not born with a natural charisma like Angle was. That's for sure. And exactly. My my other thing with him is it's such a mistake to have him on Monday Night Raw right off the hop and not have him down in NXT. It's yeah, well, such, it, you're he setting, still might go to the Olympics again, is what I heard. Might go to the Olympics, and he's not going until he graduates. So he college, I think, in the states. Is it the end of April, like here in Canada, or is it a little longer? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Either way, it'll be I'm done sure. in the next two to three months. We don't look, we're Canadian. Yeah. I don't know when an American college is done. So I'm not going to try to Google and guess it, but he'll be done in the next few months here uh, with yeah. his college side of things. The other thing about him is his physique is not terribly impressive. No, no, he's and tiny. You know how much you, well, I mean, he's a heavyweight, he's big, but, but it's just, he doesn't have, he's not muscled like Lesnar. You know, I know. I, I wonder mean, what he, Vince if Vince had ever seen him shirtless too. I kind of wonder that as well. Vince is like, God damn it. Well, yeah, my yeah. thing is they they heard about this kid, they signed him, they brought him in, and they're like, I, the worst thing they could have done to him was night one and paired him up with Stephanie right off the hop. You don't connect oh, yeah. him to the McMahons. You don't. That was such people just, hate her. Mm-hmm. It. It was so dumb. You don't have him tied in with that family at all because it does seem like they want him to be a baby face and this is step one. Like he, he is going to get, my fear is this is going to be, we're thinking we have the next Brock Roman guy and it's not going to go well at the start and the kid's not going to have the experience as a performer. Well, they think he's the next to- Kurt. That's what they think. They think they have the next Kurt. Yeah. And then they're going to shove them down our throats. Yeah. And it's going to have the next Kurt. His name is Chad Gable. That's your next Kurt. 
literally. He, he has the charisma. He has the. He finally figured oh. out the charisma. Shush. Uh, he he finally figured it all out, right? Chad Gable did. You have him, yeah. and that's the guy you should be using and pushing as your Kurt Angle. Yeah. Oh yeah, but he's going to be used to enhance. But remember, he's short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It works. I, I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I I hope it works. Well, maybe after the news. Actually, no. I don't. After the news, I don't hope it works out. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, we'll leave it there again. I'm not going to go down I, this I'm not getting hole. into it. it. There are some allegations of some sexual misconduct against him. We'll leave it at that. That's really bad. Uh, that as he gets bigger, those are come out. But during Mania weekend, those were coming out a little bit more. Whereas before in the past, they would have been overlooked. We'll leave it at that. Well, it, it's funny because it was because of Mania that it came out and he got yeah, that bit it, of a it always happens, man. The, the skeletons. They can't hey, stay hidden forever. So uh, that was the uh, that was the raw match, and then like I said, Triple H came out. It was a nice little kind of Triple H came in the beginning. I didn't talk about it, but cool. I just we were just joking. It's like, well, New Day is going to get cut, and kind of more or less they did because Hunter did take a long time to come out there just to be like, welcome to WrestleMania. It's not just that the match was seemingly cut and short. It's that they came out. Dressed like Big E and yeah. dedicating to Big E and lost. And they showed the when fucking it... highlight like all Mania Week. Stop showing it. We don't want to see it. It's disgusting. It's so scary to watch. But so they, so... they 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 lost the match mm-hmm. when you could have easily had them win that match and have that moment for Big E. I know. And gotten the heat back for Sheamus's group on Raw. Yeah. Because you know. That's basically what they did anyways, but they also had him win. Uh, I don't know. So I was really, that's really, it really pissed me off, actually. This this match made me really mad. So my the, there was a small thing in the match that pissed me off, and then there's the big thing that pissed me off. The small thing is just how Pete Dunn was acting. Like, just the He's way he was bull. moving around. He's a pit bull. I was like, holy fuck, you don't know what you have with Pete Dunn. holy shit like it's it's amazing just watch watching him move and how he was interacting i was like this is really cringy this is not the pete dunn i remember that's a lot of people's first interaction with him too right and it was he's a he's this tiny little guy who has a chip on his shoulder because he's got a a napoleon complex and he wants to fight that's his gimmick it's shit stupid and the big like if there is not one act that has been consistent, gotten over the hurdles at the beginning, great for PR, great human beings, have done countless charity work, done so much for your company than the New Day, and this is how you treat them. This should be a signal to anyone going, do I want to jump over here? And you look at the New Day, who have been loyal to a fault, loyal 100%, Always there, whatever they need. Kofi did the job to Brock, and Big E's title was so-so. Their treatment is deplorable. And showing the highlight, like you brought up, why? It's not like in hockey where, say, Johnny Gaudreau broke his leg playing the LA Kings, and then they played the LA Kings in the playoffs. They'd be showing that highlight before every game. 
Like it's just, it just makes no sense. It's illogical, the choice. It's, it's distasteful. It's disrespectful. And I mean, I'm, from everything I've seen, Big E seems to be doing just fine. He's playing with the Seinfeld Lego set that Ali got him. Uh, and I hope he recovers well and hope he can continue to wrestle. If he can't, I'm sure he will find uh, footing in another way. But this is, this is one of my favorite acts in WWE. I love the New Day. And to see how they're being treated just... It just it reminds me why I barely watch WWE. I watch the Royal Rumble, and I will watch uh, WrestleMania, and that's about it at this point. And seeing Money stuff like this, SummerSlam, maybe, maybe it depends yeah. on what's on the card. Those are more you need to sell me on it. Uh, I'm but, the WWE guy. Yeah, you're you're in that boat, and I'm I, in the boat for us. I do I do the reporting for the WWE side for us. I just, the treatment of these guys are just horrible. It's just, they deserve so much better. They do. How All long right. was the match, by the way? Uh, well, how much do you guys think it was? Seven minutes. Five minutes? A minute 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it was short, but I didn't think they could have possibly cut it that short. Yeah, minute 40. Uh. Um, uh, speaking about bad matches, Bobby Lashley and Amos. And I don't put this on Bobby. Bobby tried. Yeah, almost sucks. Yeah, almost he's sucks. great, Kali. Yeah, he's I mean, great and they you know, I'm put mean, MVP with Kevin him Nash now. Said he's money, but he's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they put MVP with him now. Look, so he has someone that can talk for him at least, but that's about it. And so poor Bobby. We'll have to get in the ring one more time with this. And Bobby has, what, a shoulder that he didn't get surgery on yet? Uh, I hope this is not the case, and I'm not trying to put this in existence. But don't be shocked if Meltzer has a report after backlash. Bobby Lashley gets shoulder, shoulder surgery after match with almost. I would probably get the surgery before the match happens. Sorry, yeah. Vince can't do it. Shoulder's yeah. gone. Get yeah. me the hell out of here. Yeah. Like, why break up MVP and Bobby Lashley? Well, why break up the Hurt Business, right? Maybe the Hurt Business can come back with Bobby now. Maybe Shelton and Cedric can come back with him. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, that Maybe that could be one. the case. Maybe that could happen. Uh, so, yeah, that match was a nothing match. Uh, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Look, this was not everyone's cup of tea. I know Tommy Dreamer and Joey Janela were watching this being like, man, should have thought of that. Should have thought of that. Should have thought of that. Uh, it was fun for me. I thought it was a ton of good. fun. I had I had a real a lot of fun as well. Uh, and I that's what I I don't even know it how you do awful. a star Oh yeah, but it was awful in a good the way. The hand, the hand. I lost. I spent my water <laughs> out. I lost it with the hands. I can't believe I didn't see it coming. Uh, I mean, that was great blocking. Job hiding that hand. Great blocking by them. Yeah. And they, they definitely hit it. I this is like I said, you turn your brain off and you just have fun. Yeah. Kudos to Sami Zayn. Kudos to Johnny Knoxville. They built this program all online, mm -hmm. and it was it was great. Both guys worked hard, and uh, Wee Man getting that slam was <laughs> that was awesome. I, I didn't and know someone really... has. Go ahead, Joel. Some... Someone has already dubbed uh, Andre and Hogan uh, audio over that slam. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, of course they have. 
I I don't think I needed Chris Pontius doing the, the striptease. Party uh, boy. Yeah, it was great yeah. seeing Party Boy. I was disappointed not to see Steve-O. I was really hoping to see Steve-O. Yeah, I thought he'd be there. He's but, taken a bump in WWE before. Yeah, so that was disappointing not to see Steve-O. Um, Preston just sat on the outside. He didn't really do anything. Uh, like I said, I watched Jackass like three days before Mania, so I was kind of in the mood to see more Jackass stuff. Uh, I just thought it was fun. The mousetrap, poor Johnny Knoxville almost took himself out with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, again, it was just, like, I don't even know how you do, a, like, poor Dave has to do a star ratings for this. Uh, I don't I, I, I don't know how you do a star rating for it, but, I, yeah, it was just a fun match for me. It, that's all it needed to be. This is everything. Sammy and Kevin Owens deserve all the credit in the world for what they were able to do. Their yeah. names are going to be synonymous with WrestleMania for very different Absolutely. reasons. Absolutely. But, hey, it's sports entertainment. Yeah, man. They did it. Uh, we have the women's tag. I'm not going to say much in this. Naomi and Sasha win, and good. They have the tag titles, so they'll go on. Who knows what their feud, their main feud's going to be, because we know what's going to happen next week on Raw with Liv and Rhea breaking up, and it looks like Rhea may be joining Edge's group. We'll see. Yeah, That's what people are speculating. Um, and then Naomi and Sasha, I don't know what their area is going to go, and then Zelina and Carmella are going to be in a love triangle, I guess. I wouldn't be shocked, by the way, if we see something online Thursday, Friday of Zelina crashing the wedding. Uh, so, yeah, look forward to that. Sports entertainment, that, pal. Watching them in an ultra close-up. Oh, the makeout? Kiss. Yeah. For so long <laughs> on Raw. <laughs> this, I'm not turning into Raw next week. I watched this week. They lost me. And that's we got to do the live sex show still. We got to do the live sex show. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> so is that, free. yeah, so they're gonna go with that. And then Natty and, and Shayna, they just they were gonna give Natty a, a WrestleMania spot because she deserves it and she's a veteran. And Shayna, hey, you get to train Ronda Rousey, so sure, we'll give you a, a mania spot. Pretty, Pretty much what it is. Remember when Shayna had this really cool build of breaking uh Nia Jack's arm and even Marie's arm and they were like making her look like an absolute beast and we all fooled ourselves when she got drafted to SmackDown she was going to have this killer feud with Charlotte and nothing happened <laughs> yeah. they still got to do something with her and Ronda I mean yeah they just have to they do I I think it'll be because we're assuming Ronda's going to win this title at Backlash right so I'm assuming that will be a bridge program to whatever Ronda's program is at 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 uh, SummerSlam. Rather, it be a Bailey or an Oscar. I guess she's face Oscar. She hasn't really faced Bailey, has she, Ronda? I don't remember her facing Bailey. So maybe that's the SummerSlam program is her and Bailey, or God forbid, her and Lacey Evans. Oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Edge and AJ. We kind of talked about this. Man, you just can't stare at someone because that will really distract you. And that's, that's what happened in this match. Uh, and, and poor AJ cutting his face on the star. Yeah, he was mad. You can see him. <laughs> that was the visual. <laughs> and Vince is probably like, yes, we have to put that star up every time he comes out now. 
The uh, funny thing is, apparently, after AJ did it, they put a sign, don't run in warning sign, and AJ was like, God damn it, why'd you do that before? Well, I, I thought the best part for me was Edge, he gets in the ring, and the first time he looks over at AJ and he sees the cut, he yeah. gets out of character for a moment. He goes, yeah. what? How the hell did that happen? <laughs> I thought that uh, Jessica, the ref, was going to patch AJ up really quick. And by the way, it, it's interesting with her, you know, so you know how Aubrey kind of does all of Jericho's matches in AEW, it seems like? Yeah. It seems, it seems like she does all the Edge's matches now. You yeah. get comfortable with the refs. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's just, it's just kind of cool. I was just like, oh, because I hadn't noticed that because I always notice Aubrey do Jericho's matches. And I was like, this is like the first time that, that Jessica has like done Edge. Like she did the whole Seth thing. She did some of the Miz stuff. I'm like, That's, I think Edge just likes her as a ref. And she posted a really cool picture of her and Edge at an axe. That's the cool thing, eh? Like when you ever get these access pictures, like we did with MJF, or you did with Johnny Hungy, yeah. Oh, yeah. or you do cool. this. It's always cool. But uh, yeah, a cool. little bit of a little bit of a disappointing match, and we'll kind of see where this Edge character and the AJ feud goes. He's uh, Damian Priest is out to bring punishment yes. to Daniel. Well, AJ needs a partner. Who else yeah. is big? Uh, yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> right back. Time's a flat signal. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I, I don't know. I mean, Walter? <laughs> I mean, Gunther? Well, if he's doing jobs, you might as well bring him up. So, yeah. fun fact, tonight was uh, Gunther's first loss in WWE. Really? Yeah. Well, no, he lost to Eli, uh, yeah, Eli Dragunov. This is yeah, oh, that's off. right. He dropped, and so this yeah. is his second loss. Yeah. yeah, loss. Yeah, we'll talk. This about one doesn't mean nearly as much. No, no. Uh, then the next match: Pat McAfee defeats Austin Theory. This uh, is fun. This man, they have something with Pat Crowd's McAfee. into McAfee, dude. Well, he's Crowd's just. Again, a really cool story. A lot with of guy. it is because they like his music. Man, the a fact... lot of it is because they like his music. But so he talked about it on his show. They reached out to Jack White and got the rights. Yeah. Now, how long that's going to be on Peacock and the network, I do not know. But well, that was fun. That was a great. Oh, it was that great. Was... He didn't know about the Cowboy Cheerleaders, by the way. He said he was just going to come out and do a normal entrance. He said. He said the funny thing thing is, he's like. You go in your bedroom all these years and you think about this wrestling entrance you're going to have. And then he's like, and he's like, maybe I should have been thinking about it all week. And then I got there, like, what's your entrance? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I was too excited for the week. I was too excited that I was going to be at WrestleMania. And then I didn't even think about what I was going to do. He's like, do you want the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders? He's like, sure. He it worked. Yep. It worked. And yeah, they definitely have something with McAfee. And I gotta say, my He's favorite. How old? Shot. Uh, let me see. Uh, I, I will say 34. my favorite shot. It's thirty-four. That's it, eh? Yeah, he athlete. only played seven years in the NFL and, had a, and made an All-Pro team, two Pro Bowls, Super Bowl. That leap up to the top rope that he did. Yeah, two foot. Yeah, that was very impressive. That was yeah. that was great. Uh, my favorite, my favorite shot was him laying on the ground drinking the beer. That, oh, that was <laughs> tremendous. It's too bad it. he had to look so bad against. I, I hate it. As soon as they're going, 
well, you just beat Austin Theory. You know, you just beat him clean, no problem. But but now you're facing Vince McMahon. He's only 75, folks. He's only 75. Now Six. you got some mistake facing this guy. This guy's only three times the age of But of Austin, Austin Theory, Theory attacked him from behind. Whatever. Uh, uh, he, they were selling it like he was, and then the, then the announcer has to say, Vince McMahon, look at him. He just looks jacked. And he didn't. He looked old. I mean, he, I know he still works out, and you, the last thing you lose is your power, and he still has that, but he doesn't have the yeah. physique anymore. And his clotheslines look terrible. And the other thing is, he only ever had two facial expressions. Yeah. And they, but they were both gold. Now he's had so much work done. His face is so tight. He's mm-hmm. had so much plastic surgery that he only has zero expressions. He yeah. can't change any expressions. There's like nothing. He looks like the Joker with the mask on all the time. <laughs> you know, it's funny too. So Pat told, told the story on his show on Monday. Uh, the ball. So they they asked Paul, Pat, what ball do you want? He's like, oh, I don't really give a shit. Vince went through over 20 balls of which one he was going to kick at McAfee. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Pat's like, like, no, I don't like this one. How, how, which one do you like the kick? He's like, I, I don't know. It's I, they just, I just the ball they gave me on game days and I punted. No, it's got to be this <laughs> or this one. Or this. Pat's like, Pat's like, what a the guys terrible finishing the move, show. By the way, Pat was, I, I howled. I thought it was hilarious, but yeah, not a ter- not a great finish. Uh, and it was just like, Pat's like, I, I don't know when. <laughs> He didn't want to say too much, and the guys kept on badgering about it. He's like, it was a whole thing, and I don't want to get into it. Uh, But we did get a really... Is this the last Vince McMahon Stone Cold Stunner we're going to? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And it was a great one. You'll never forget about it. You'll never forget this one. And McAfee also mentioned, like... I still think Trump's was worse. It's bad. And McAfee did mention, like, he's like, when he kicks you in the gut, Austin, he's like, he fucking lays it in he's like so it's like i'm not trying to give vince an excuse but he's like he lays he it did not i in. watched that carefully a couple times let me yeah. tell you something he did not lay that no, one okay vince well maybe he did to, to pat <laughs> i think that's why pat's which stunner did you guys like more though theories or pats theories theories was theories. great theories is good pat is great though the fountain <laughs> yeah they there is some there is some good stunners this weekend. Yeah, I think Austin Theories is the better one, but that Pat <laughs> one right. that was great. McAfee gets it. He just gets it right. Sometimes you have people, and we discussed this too with now with having Bad Bunny, with having Knoxville, with having Logan Paul. The ceiling for celebrities has completely changed. We're not a Lawrence Taylor times anymore. Like if you're going to come into this or Snooky, if you're going to come in and do a match now, the expectations are at a whole different level now. Hey, Snooki did that uh, moon assault into the corner. Yeah, I guess she did the moon assault. She was not bad, but you know what I'm saying? Like the celebrity angle, like to come in now, it's an entirely different set, set of things oh, now. I, I right? know what you mean. Yeah, it's oh, entirely different. As a segment together, parse the terrible match with Vince. I thought it was really a lot of fun. Then Austin coming out and doing everything. And then they made up for that terrible 316 day segment with, during the pandemic and he stunned Byron. Um, so and then, like you said, Joel with Pat on the ground. I, I thought, as a segment overall, from the start of the match to the very end, with exceptions to the middle, it was a, real, a lot of fun. Well, I'll say it was fun because of 
Austin. Austin. Austin and McAfee. Austin and McAfee. And yeah. McAfee too. Yeah. 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 Joel, any last thoughts on that? I just had fun with this. I just yeah. the Vince part was the the lull of it all, but that's as close to match worst match of the year. Yeah, it's, I it's just technically a match. It is. I I don't know. I'm not I'm not gonna put it there just because it was whatever. But I guess it's acceptable to be one. Uh, I know Dave Dave said it's his worst match of the year, no matter what happens now. But that GCW <laughs> thing is it that GCW thing's a different level for me of bad match. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah. Uh, and then the main event, Roman and Paul. Joel, you have a lot of thoughts on this, so I'll let you take this. I feel like so we know what a Brock Lesnar match is. That's all fine and dandy. I just think that ending was super flat. The show, the ending night two this way seems very weird. Just because it's it was very like the ending felt abrupt and flat. Uh, how they left the show felt abrupt like it just felt very just kind of like and maybe this was the plan all along maybe I'm giving them too much credit for there being something more but I just that Kimura and you can hear Roman saying to Heyman it's out it's out and that that could just just working that that could that very well could be just working but after he says that they go to the finish so and it just seems it weird to me from a psychology standpoint to be in the Kimura lock and then be able to get up, hit a spear, and then that's it. Like, it just, there was no real, like, you think that there would be something more to build towards that spear. And I don't know. I think if you look at it, their perspective is, this is his, he's, he's about to lose. He's got one final shot. He hits it and wins. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, that could be I it, too. Know. That could be it, too. I, I just think... I, I just think the weird thing is for me is again, reverse the two nights because you sent the whole crowd home unhappy yep. on your biggest show of the year. And, that's and everybody thought Rock was going to come everything. out and make them happy, right? Yeah. 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 And it didn't happen. Yeah. By the way, when I talked about how I was at the best WrestleMania, mm-hmm. don't forget my WrestleMania did have The Rock and mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey in her first appearance. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, that was pretty. That was a fun segment. Remember watching that with Joel? That was a fun segment. And that that will always be the mania that I called. I will mm-hmm. always, I will always bring that up. Oh, for that, yeah, yeah. We yeah, have the footage. Watch- it's on the uh, on the Fresh Take uh, YouTube feed. If people don't believe it, it's right there. I I called it. I said exactly what was going to happen. You said It'll- Seth would lose to Randy, and then he would cash in. What a futurist. Yeah, one and only prediction. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's so, uh, final thoughts. Uh, like I said, just a fun week of mania. I mean, we'll get into Raw in a second here. Uh, and NXT to wrap it up really quickly. But I you know, it was it was a really fun mania week. You know, we were all I think it was it because I was gonna ask you guys this was because our expectations were so lowered for mania this week that made it more exciting. That helped. Yeah, <laughs> that definitely helped. Yeah. Because expectations weren't high. It's like, it's WrestleMania. I'm always going to watch it, like Joel said, right? Like, you're always going to watch WrestleMania. You're always going to watch the Royal Rumble as a wrestling fan, no matter what. And I did feel like the buzz was probably the highest WrestleMania I felt in a while as well. Well, it was funny because, I mean, you had sent out the card to us and went, I was just looking at the card. God, this looks awful. 
And then it ended up being this great show that first night. And it's just, it's just funny, you know? I mean, it definitely blew away expectations. But nobody, I mean, they know how to put on a show. They may not know how to put on a, uh, a long-term program, or they may not know how to uh, consistently put TV on weekly <laughs> and from their product. I don't think they do. But they absolutely know how to put on one big show where it's just inside a bubble. It's, it's grand, grander than anything else. It's the one thing missing from AEW. It's yeah. one, one thing that AEW has to find a way to get, and I think they can eventually get to it, but I think you're absolutely right. I think it, within a bubble, just within it, it's like you look at how massively big Cody's thing was. Uh, you look at Austin, like just all of it was just big and just wild and crazy and just, you know, it was just a lot of fun. Like yeah. the, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, you know, you, you, you go through WrestleManias and you're like, I'm always going to watch Mania somehow, some way. And like, we're, we're talking about the possibility of uh, taking the one fall podcast on the road next year. And it's only because of WrestleMania. So, I mean, there, there is that appeal that it has. So it, yeah, it was does. fun. This was a fun week. It's, and you know, and, and you know, I love AEW and AEW on a week to week basis. And on a pay-per-view versus pay-per-view basis, I think is far superior product. But until the AEW can pull in 125,000 people over two nights paid and have a stadium look that big with a stage that big and screens that big and make it look that good and do it yearly, they're going to be seen as nowhere near on WWE's level and deservedly so. Now, my question to you is what what's the opportunity when do you think they could get to a stage like that i think they could absolutely run a stadium right now i don't think they could do this yearly at this point like wwe does and have it be successful i think they could run the first time they run a stadium i think they would they would easily sell 75,000 tickets that's what i saw to joel morton wembley yeah. wembley's the one i would do but i don't think they can consistently do this i don't think they can have a stage look as beautiful as no. wwe's i don't at this point they can't Maybe when they get more TV money on their next deal. The, yeah. the only knock I will have against WWE's production is their camera work is atrocious. Dude, oh, when I mentioned touch, to people, I, I fucked people up at the WrestleMania party I went to on Sunday, which by the way, that was so nice to be watching wrestling with people again. That's been two years since I've done that. There was nothing like watching wrestling with your friends. My God, it's the best. Um, but for some of the casuals, when I mentioned the cuts, <laughs> they, just, they were done. Because they're like, holy fuck, you ruined it for me. They didn't even notice it? Oh, they didn't I notice it at first. Once it. you start noticing that, and then we're starting cutting, like, during the Brock match particularly, I'm like, see how many cuts you guys can get in a minute. So there was one point in a minute, we, uh, we got, it was almost 45 in 60 seconds. So that's like, that's what, almost like 0.5 cuts a minute, a second in a minute? It kills the moves. It, and I think that, like, there were definitely points, like, where, where Austin was doing uh, his beatdown on KO on night one. I was just like, I'm going to be sick. Uh, yeah. Me too. That was the worst for me was night one, the Austin KO one, because the, the cuts were so much. Like you say, it ruins the moves because they don't have any impact 
because you don't even see the cell because they cut away right away to a different yeah. angle. Yeah. All right. Uh, so great mania. Uh, Raw. I made a lot, a few of the jokes. Uh, just one of the worst mania after Raws. Started off really good yeah. with Cody. I thought the tag match with Sasha and Naomi against Liv and Rhea was pretty good. But then them just getting a match anyways was ridiculous. Uh, the Elias gimmick, I kind of find funny, but how, how long until it gets stupid? Like three weeks, four weeks? No, about three minutes into this. It was funny for three minutes. Yeah. Like, stupid about three minutes in. It's already stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is he just going to do it with someone different every single week? And, and do you guys know how this started? You know why he's Ezekiel now? No. He came in one day and he was wearing, I think Elias was fucking around wearing tights or something. And Vince is like, you look like a wrestler from the 80, 80s. Let's do that. Simple oh, as that. great. Yep. Great. He already looked like a wrestler from the 80s. His name was Randy Savage. The problem with Elias is great charisma, great at getting heat. When he got in the ring, nobody fucking cares. No, he was a terrible wrestler. And that's and now you're going to have him be a wrestler. Yeah. And and I think all his charisma is gone with the dark on. And his beard. Yep. I thought it was L.A. Knight. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> I thought it was L.A. Knight. He looks like you L.A. Knight. You actually said that. You sent a text saying yeah. L.A. Knight's changes look. Then you're like, Freak, never mind. It's, it's Elias. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm, like not, well, I'm, I'm taping it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what the hell is he talking about? That makes no sense. Yeah. Then I saw it. And then you, it looks like L.A. Knight, right? Like, like L.A. Knight's younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just silly. Uh, and then we, Veer finally came, and he came hard. That sounded dirty. Good. That was intentional. Came all over Ray. I really didn't want him to to debut. I wanted him to be like, "We're coming in two more weeks." Oh yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I wanted they, it to top, but I don't know if did it top for how long we were seeing him. Did it top that Emma comeback? It did for how long it, we were. T- and here's the funny teeth? thing: so Veer was promoted to be coming to Raw at the start or the just the end of October, right? Last time Elias was on TV was the end of July. <laughs> so it's like almost like two, three months different. Like it was that close. Wow. Yeah. Pretty hilarious. They're pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are waiting for these great. It's the meeting after Raw. Who will show up? Will Carmelo Hayes show up? Will Raquel Gonzalez show up? Will Bailey or Oscar come back? Fuck, even Alicia Evans. No, Veer and Ezekiel. And when Ezekiel came up, I'm not going to lie. I thought it was Ezekiel Jackson for a second. I'm like, that's uh, fucking random. They're bringing back Ezekiel Jackson. I just went Ezekiel because yeah. it, it had the orange Titan drawn. Yeah. And yeah. then they, they were flashing it like we were supposed to pop knowing what it was and that was just yeah 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 very weird very weird weird. hopefully smackdown at least has bailey uh and then nxt um leading with raw 
Uh, guess what? Nothing from Santa Delivered fucking mattered, except for Champa's nice end off. Other yeah, than that, we didn't we didn't talk about that. Was no, cool, but that was very nice, very good, and very well nice. deserving. Yeah, well, I guess he's what showing up on SmackDown now. Uh, yeah, he was in the Battle Royal, so that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, good luck. I mean, I yeah. if I were them, NXT. I didn't watch it, and uh, it sounds like I missed nothing. Uh, you missed Toxic Attraction getting the belts back, and Gunther lost so a nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, John in, Gacy like said, is facing Braun Breaker now. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. 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 So WWE you know, is already back in their bullshit. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we talked about WWE. You know, we talked about WrestleMania being pretty good, and you know, you're you get hopeful. But mm-hmm. uh, I somehow suspect that the uh, ratings turn around that they think they're eventually going to get for NXT with these latest booking decisions they've made over this weekend and today. Eh, I think they may not get good ratings. It's just let me call it now. Nah, why would, why would you care? Worse ratings when you make Braun lose and then have him just win on Raw, and they're like, "Well, yeah. we have to." People are complaining, so we have to beat him, beat someone strong. Oh, it can be Guther. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, Toxic Attraction lost the belt. They're kind of good with Mandy. Yeah, I just have them win again. Was but, the, how long was the match with Guther? Uh, I don't know, like ten minutes, Joel. I think so. It was like ten. Yeah, yeah. that's awful. And, I was I was partially this is the I believe it's the third time he's been pinned. So he got pinned by Drew and then he got at Survivor Series. Then he got pinned by Draga uh I think Draganoff actually pinned him once also in the in the build up. In, in a tag like match, a yeah. Tag match or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then he submitted Walter in the the to win the title. So this yeah. is the third time Walter's been pinned, and Gunther. yeah, this Sorry. this kills. Because I was sitting there and I was thinking, because when you, Josh, when you sent your list about blue chippers or prospects or guys that are going to help WWE in the future, and I you had Gable, Me- Mello, Gable, Braun, those are the guys. And I was I was sitting there, I was like, well, you could probably stub out uh, Gable for uh, Walter, and then. Now I'm like, do you Never though? Mind. Never mind. I'm just gonna be quiet about that because I'm like, he's great, but and he's looking like he's in great shape. He, me and Morton were mentioning oh, that he, we watched the pay per view together. Uh, you well, could see it yeah. in his face before he even took off his uh, his yeah. robe there. Like he just looks awesome. And they're gonna piss it all away. Of course, who knows? Maybe he'll yeah. be on SmackDown. We don't know yet. Let's hope. Or maybe we get Jinder remade as just Mahal. Don't hinder Jinder. He's Calgarian. We're not going to shoot him too much. And his family, I've met him plenty of times. They're very lovely people. <laughs> He's a Calgarian, so we give yeah. him a little bit of love. All right, everyone. That was WrestleMania weekend. Um, and then I guess a minor kind of exciting thing coming up here for One Fall Morton. Are we ready to talk about it or are we save it for a week? Uh, let's uh, save it for a week. Let's just uh, okay, because uh, we don't have details on when we can't give out dates yet because we don't have dates yet. But okay. uh, some some exciting stuff coming. Yeah. So, okay. Some exciting uh, stuff just coming. Give a little hint. We'll we'll get into that next week. Um, everyone enjoy. Throw the tease. Throw the tease. 
Call it a tease, uh, much like you. The forbidden door may be open. <laughs> that sounded dirty. Yeah, it always does. Um, but thanks everyone for watching. Enjoy Dynamite. It'll be a great show this week. And then uh, we'll see whatever SmackDown is and what the rest of the week is to follow. Until next time, everyone, cheers and enjoy the matches, people. We'll be back in a week, week for sure. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And good night. Oh.